Welcome back to the Growing Boulder Radio Show. Hey guys, I'm Bill Schaefer. That's Mark Middleton right over there. And our next guest, Mark, is a a heavy hitter. The founder of the National Association of Baby Boomer Women. Well, we've got some power women on the show today. Her website is boomerwomenspeak.com. Her name is Dotsie Bregel, and she's going to speak with us right now. Hey, Dotsie. Hi, how are you today? Well, we are thrilled to have you with us. Thanks so much for your time. You probably understand the boomer psyche, at least the boomer women psyche, as well as anybody on the planet. Uh, obviously, a very diverse group. We, we, we've read all the statistics. But, but what issues, what concerns do you think unify boomer women? Well, I would have to say that, of, of course, you know, we're pioneers in our own right. And a, a lot of what identifies us is having grown up during the women's movement. And because of that, we entered the workforce in droves and continued to be involved in the workplace, even though many of us are reinventing ourselves at midlife. Dotsie, talk a little bit about the National Association. What's the purpose of that? Why did you want to put that together? And what kind of things are you doing with it? Okay, well, the National Association, actually the website is nabbw.com. Um, I had launched BoomerWomenSpeak.com. It'll be five years this October. Um, And due to the success of that site, I recognized the fact that it would be nice to have an association for Boomer Women to call their own. So basically um, what the association does is it educates and empowers women at midlife. And um, we do that through teleseminars, articles, weekly updates, and um, a lot of corresponding online and telephone. You know, and I don't know whether you were on the on the, the phone and, and were able to eavesdrop on our last guest, Ann Kramer, who's written an article for Time magazine uh, called Growing Gray and also has a book out. What, what is your take on that? Uh, is, is, is this something that should be tied up in issues of feminism and ageism? Should, should, is growing gray a good thing? Well, I think it depends who you're talking to. I mean, one of the things, I'm familiar with her book. I haven't read it, but I've been reading about it online. And one of the things that you have to recognize about boomers is that you can't put us in a box because, you know, our generation spans 18 years. um, And, you know, we're all very different. So while it is, um, you know, okay for many boomer women to say, you know, I'm really cool with going gray. I am who I am. I like who I am. I like where I am in life. There are other women who look in the mirror and see the gray and say, I'm not ready for that yet. Since you dived into all this, Tati, are there certain trends or certain things that have surprised you out of this about what people are thinking or feeling at this life stage? Well, the thing that's exciting is that I guess because I work with boomer women day in and day out, it's fun to recognize all of the reinvention that's going on. Um, I think that we are aware that our mother's generation was very different from ours, and um, we are not living our mother's midlives. Pretty much uh, a good portion of that generation, uh, their purpose was to stay home and raise their family. And when the kids left home, it was very tough for them because they had done their life's mission. Their purpose was over. And what's different about our generation is we're looking at this as another opportunity. And we're excited to say, okay, you know, um, I'm finished raising the kids, and now what can I do? So I I would have to say that that is, you know, one of the the, um, things that I see that's different and and, um, 
is is really pretty important about what what's going on with boomer women. And it's a journey that you yourself uh, took almost step by step. And, and you know, we talk a lot about how diverse this demographic is, and, mm-hmm. and you've got to treat everybody differently. But but there are some common paths, and that's one of them. We all reach an age when we wonder what else is out there. How hard was it for you to start a business uh, uh, at this stage of life? Actually. I, I did, you know, I took a couple classes just to educate myself in the Internet, working on the Internet, uh, but it it really wasn't that hard. It was very exciting and pretty easy because, you know, at this stage of the game, we have a lot of past experience to fall back on and, and just to help us take the next step. So I, I think it's easier at this point in time in our lives than it was when we were in our 20s. And what is your reaction? Now, you know, a lot of people, a lot of the so-called experts out there say that boomers uh, don't want to, to network uh, on, on the Internet, that uh, they're not interested in socializing in that way. Uh, what has been your experience in terms of trying to get people together and create community on the Internet? I, I find just the opposite. Uh, we have a, a forum community at boomerwomenspeak.com that has over 60 topics in it, and they're all the same things that we talk to our girlfriends and sisters and colleagues about. And there are women in that forum community 24-7 corresponding about all of, the, you know, all of these things that we're discussing. And there are women who um, ha- have written books together as a result of being on the site. There are women who are traveling and, and going to certain cities to meet other people that they've met on the site. So I would have to say that networking, um, corresponding online is, is pretty big for at least you know, the people coming to my site. Tati, I, I, I read a lot about you that, that talked about how you used your own personal experiences as really a launching point to help get other people to open up to you. Tell us a little bit about that. How, how, how scary is, is that to do, and, and uh, how long did it take before people started rallying around going, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about? Well, actually, I, I think what happened is um, I think there are some women who can relate to my story. I had been a stay-at-home mom. Prior to having children, my husband and I decided that one of us was going to stay home. So I chose to stay home, and um, I was in a valley, so that was the scary part. My mom had just died. My kids were getting ready to go away to college, and I was asking myself the same question they were. What am I want to be when I grow up? And I think there are a lot of women at midlife, whether they've stayed home or whether they've worked in corporate America, who are saying, what I want to do next. We're seeing, you know, the other, our older generation living longer. We know we're going to live longer. So we have a lot more years on this earth to do something and make a difference. And um, so I think women can relate to my story. And just by sharing it, um, I've been able to connect with, all kinds of women. I mean, and not just the stay-at-home moms. It's also been, you know, um, women entrepreneurs and um, women who are leaving the corporate world to do something more personal. All right. Dotsie Bragel, another powerful role model out there doing her thing. Uh, N-A-B-B-W.com and BoomerWomenSpeak.com. Dotsie, thanks for your time. Check out her stuff, folks. Uh, She's doing some good work for us. Two big-time doses of inspiration just ahead, folks. That's what makes this radio show different than any other. We don't just talk it. We bring you the people who walk it. Stay where you are. You're listening to the voice of 50-plus America, the Growing Boulder Radio Show.